Welcome back to the Live Revised Podcast. My name is Christy Browning and I am your host. Today we're going to be talking about getting down your everyday hustle. Do you hustle? Do you know what that means? We're going to talk about what it actually means in your day-to-day life and the three things that you need to keep in mind in order to have your hustle, have it in place, and to see it work best for you. So stay tuned. maybe you've heard the term hustle before. Uh, I would venture to guess that depending on your age, that word hustle has a little bit of a different context. Depending on how you use it or what frame of mind you might be in, sometimes the word hustle has a negative connotation. Sometimes we think of hustle like uh, hustling somebody for money, which is kind of this manipulative, deceitful, underhanded uh, way to maybe cheat somebody out of money. Uh, you could also associate that word with a lot of other criminal activity, actually. But in the most recent, probably five to 10 years, the word hustle has attached itself to business and hustling for sales and business and growing a business. Uh, and it's kind of been more about the hard work and just the the do whatever it takes, the scrappy kind of uh, get it done mentality that sometimes entrepreneurs need to have in order to succeed. Well, today I'm going to ask for you to maybe think about this word a little differently. And we're not going to talk about it in a criminal context. We're not going to talk about it in being underhanded and trying to swindle somebody out of money. And we're not going to talk about it in the business sense, although it can be applied to that. Today, I want to talk to you about what this means in regards to your life, to your goals, to your overall life significance and life purpose. The other thing hustle kind of can mean for us is a hurried pace, um, a kind of quick and fast and in a hurry approach to whatever it is we're trying to get. And so I'm going to ask for you to think about it totally different because when we talk about hustle in the context of your life and of your overall significance and purpose, it isn't about a pace. It isn't about a trick or a scheme or a plot. It's really about intensity. And so I want to give you three things to think about and maybe even apply to your own hustle. First of all, what are you hustling for? What are you intent on getting for you, for your life? What is it that's kind of your meaningful purpose, what you're meant to do? The hustle is what it's about. It's about doing the hard work with intention and focus to bring about that thing that you feel like is meant for you, something you want to give and something you want to get. So that could be totally related to a business or a job or career. It could also just be related to who you are as a person, a legacy that you want to live. Maybe it's about an example you want to set or a group of people you want to interact with, um, some sort of an influence that you want to have over a certain group of people or in a certain demographic or through a certain uh, way or service. For me, hustle is kind of all of those things because I've had the blessing of building a business around motivation and purpose and significance, which is who I am as a person. And it's also the way I feel like I serve the world. It just so happens I get to do that through speaking, uh, live events and virtual right now, especially with where we're at, but also through the podcast, through some videos, through social media, through my gift of writing and sharing books and articles with people. So it all kind of can roll together. And when that happens, it's really cool. 
So when you're able to connect your hustle with your day-to-day activity uh, and who you are as a person, there's some magic that happens there. And we've talked about that before. We've talked about in this podcast uh, how we can connect our daily action with our purpose, our life purpose, and how to put that magic and that purpose into our everyday So if you need to follow up on that, check out the show notes for a link to that particular podcast episode. But, you know, just sitting around and dreaming about that purpose or thinking about that purpose is not enough. Leonardo da Vinci said, knowing is not enough. We must apply. Being willing is not enough. We must do. I'm just like Yoda says, there is no try. There's only do. (laughs) You have to do the work. You got to do the thing. And that's really where the hustle comes in. Because it's more than dreaming and wishing. This is kind of where the rubber meets the road. But if we get kind of wrapped up in that word, in that term, uh, in that slang, really, then we can really start to shift ourselves over to one extreme or the other. And honestly, laziness, the opposite of that, could be hustle if you apply it incorrectly. So the first thing I want to challenge you to do when it comes to hustle and what it is and what it isn't and how it applies to your life and to your purpose is that hustle means to pick up your focus, not pick up the pace. We already are busy people. We have a lot going on. Our plates are full. Our schedules are packed. We have lots of of demands on our time. Our calendars get jammed full of things we're doing, our family's doing, we're obligated to do, appointments we have to have. And so just trying to hurry more doesn't really do anybody any good. The old adage that haste makes waste is really true when it comes to our schedules because we put too much in there and we try to do much too much too fast. We suffer some of the consequences of that. So when we talk about hustle and we're talking about this intensity or this intention and focus in our life and our life purpose and our significance, it isn't about trying to do more. It's trying to do something more meaningful. Think about that for a second. It isn't about trying to do something more and applying more to the calendar and more to the plate. It's about trying to do something that's more meaningful. And that may mean that you slow down a little bit. That might mean that um, what you do is fewer and farther between, but when it does show up and when you are doing it, it has a bigger impact. Uh, there's a gentleman that I love to listen to his podcast and and he's got a great book out and he's a really fantastic coach. Uh, his name is Brian Buffini and he's quoted to say, we don't want to just be busy with activity. There's a big difference between productivity and activity. And if we're just looking at hustle as a, as a pace, a metric to measure how fast we're doing something, we're going to find that we're just busy. We're really not making a difference. We're really not productive. So Pace isn't what we're really focused on, but the focus part, the intensity part, that's what we need to dial in on. So we want to pick up the focus and the pace will follow because if you become more focused and more intentional in your steps and your actions, your choices, how you spend your time and where you show up in life, you're going to naturally start to see the speed pick up a little bit. Think about it. By having a little bit more focus, you'll be able to drown out distractions that pull your attention and your effort and your energy off to the left or off to the right. Having a greater focus means that you'll be able to filter your options and choices without being stuck in indecision or kind of sitting on the fence, not sure which way you want to go. Focus really helps us run leaner and faster. And that may not be what we're doing, like what we set out to do to pick up the pace, but it's a byproduct of what happens 
when we get focused. So how do we pick up the focus? Well, the first thing is one, knowing what we're really chasing down. What are we really hustling for? And then utilizing that focus, that focal point, the thing we're trying to do as a filter to decide if the things that we do in our schedule with our time, how we spend our energy, is it taking us closer to that endpoint, to that focal point, or is it pulling us away from it? See, the things that we do in our day are one of those two things. It either pushes us closer to what we're going for or it pulls us away. Even if there's things that you have to do, uh, obligations that you may have that you don't really want to do, you don't like doing, it's kind of the thing you dread. If we start to see how those things are necessary for us to move closer to our focal point, it all of a sudden taints the vision a little bit. And we look at that through different lens so that we can see that, yeah, this is something good for me. Like I need to be doing this thing. So maybe you're stuck working a a job you don't really love, but your focus right now is bettering your financial picture or getting out of debt. And while you may not super love that job, if you focus on it through the lens of that, this is the thing that's helping me get ahead towards my financial freedom, all of a sudden, maybe that job looks a little different. Or if I could just, you know, free up some finances, then I could launch that side business I want. And then all of a sudden that looks a little different. So first is that the focus allows us to sort of filter our decisions and see what we're doing, the tasks that we spend all of our energy and time on. Is it something pulling us closer or pulling us away? And if it's pulling us closer, we get to see it through a different perspective, a different lens, and maybe have a little bit different appreciation for that thing that's on our calendar or in our daily routine. The other thing that picking up the focus means is that we have to make a conscious choice throughout the day. And sometimes it's moment by moment that we're moving, we're taking steps, we're going in a forward progress here towards the thing. And that sounds maybe very simple, maybe very uh, watered down concept. But the problem is, is we walk through life very mindlessly and we just kind of react to the things that come across our radar, whether it comes across our to-do list, it comes across our social media feed, you know, maybe we're invited to do this or that and things just kind of happen and unfold. And we aren't so much in control of what happens in the day. We react to what happens in our day. And what we find out is, you know, we do that too many days in a row, all of a sudden we've lost a week or a couple of weeks or a month or a couple of months. And we really haven't stayed focused on the thing that we're trying to hustle after. And we've kind of lost some of our momentum and some of our direction. So picking up the focus means kind of tailoring your thoughts, tailoring your mind to say, hey, this is the thing that's coming across my radar here. Is it taking me where I want to go? Or is it pulling me away? And I'm going to make a conscientious choice here to, number one, recognize this is what it is, and then make the decision based on where I'm wanting to go. And that's picking up the focus. And as you push those things aside and you push those distractions and to one side or the other, or get rid of them all together, maybe you even lessen some of the things that are on your plate, your pace is going to naturally follow. That is magic for you. Because then you get to spend more energy maybe not more time, but more energy doing the thing that you want the most, moving towards the thing that you're working for the most. And that is amazing because what the byproduct of that is, is it makes the heart beat a little stronger. It allows for more purpose and passion in your day-to-day life. It creates momentum because inside 
there's a little bit of a quickened heartbeat that makes you want to attack the day, want to see what it's going to bring to you so that you can get that much closer to what you're working for. You start to recognize when things pop up and bring you down the path or bring you towards that uh, focal point or the thing you're working for. You start to recognize how uh, coincidental meetings then become valuable opportunities for you to step into the thing that you're working for the most. But if we operate mindlessly and we're just looking to go fast but not go focused, we'll miss those kinds of things. So I challenge you to start living focused, not fast. So pick up the pick up the focus and the pace that you're walking in, you're running in, you're living in is going to naturally follow. Second thing is to get laser focused in on your plans, your intentional plans to move you towards whatever you're hustling on. But you have to be flexible and have low attachment that the plan is going to come exactly the way you want. See, a lot of times we kind of get our head set on, this is the thing I'm going to work on. Let's just keep using the same example. We're going to work on financial freedom, getting out of debt. That's the thing. I'm going to really work hard and get super focused and I'm going to make all the plans and I'm going to save all the money and I'm going to do all the budgeting and download all the apps and you put all of this in place and you get excited about it. And then one thing happens to kind of derail the plan or maybe the plan doesn't unfold perfectly and we get frustrated. Maybe you're, you're even tempted to walk away from it and say, you know what, this isn't working. I'm, I'm just, I'm giving up. I'm just frustrated here. I was doing all of this and then, you know, a car repair happens or something happens that I have to fix in my home or a kid gets sick or whatever it is. And that derails my financial plans. And then I just, I just want to walk away. I just want to be done. This is frustrating. It doesn't work. Well, the problem with that is your intention is not focused. Your intention isn't set in stone. It's easily uprooted by exterior circumstances, the things that we can't always control. But if our intention stays dialed in and our focus is what we're holding on to, not necessarily circumstances, not necessarily the perfection of it all, then we can look at that scenario and say, yeah, that happened. That wasn't what I was hoping for. That's not what I planned for. But I can, you know, zig a little to the left or zag a little to the right. And I can adjust accordingly and keep moving ahead with what I'm trying to hustle after. Low attachment means that as much as you're going to be so focused on moving towards the thing you want most, we're going to be okay if the plan doesn't come together exactly like we thought. I've, I've talked on this topic before, again, in another podcast episode, and I've used this example because it is just the best way to explain this concept. But if you and I were going to get in the car and we were going to take a road trip from the East Coast to the West Coast, and we know our intention is to make it to the West Coast for a vacation, that's what we're doing. And we're planning it and we can't wait to get there and all the sights and sounds and things that we'll get to experience. And we set out on the journey and we're headed down the highway or we're going down the interstate and there becomes road construction or a road is closed and we have to detour. Well, we wouldn't stop halfway through our trip and say, well, I guess we can't make it to the West Coast. It just wasn't meant to be. Let's just turn around and drive back. No, we would never say that. We would follow the detour and get back on track and continue on or we'd find another route to take. But our intention still the same. We're still going to get to the West Coast. It's still going to be there. We're still going to have a lot of fun. It's just the trip didn't happen the way we thought. We had to kind of veer off here or detour there. And it's the same in life. We can have the same focus to hustle and work and be 
really focused on a pursuit of whatever it is we're going for, whatever goal you have, dream you have, thing that you're trying to live out. But we have to be okay with the fact that things do not go according to plan. And just because it doesn't go according to plan isn't reason enough to scrap all your ideas and walk away from it. It isn't enough for you to stop. You may have to adjust. You may have to turn left, turn right, go up, go down, do whatever you got to do to adjust accordingly. But the intention still is the same. The goal is still the same. What you want and what you're pushing for is still the same. It just may mean it looks a little different on how you get there. But the people who are most successful are the ones that stay dialed in to their intentions, not just dialed into the plan, because the plan can change and it will need to change. And if we're only writing on the to-do list and the plan and, you know, the things we've mapped out on paper and the intention, the heart, the mindset of we are going to get there or we are going to get this done, if that's not there, those plans, they'll just blow up and smoke as soon as something unravels it. And we have to be willing to adjust and undo the plan and redo the plan and revisit the plan and adjust the plan because life doesn't afford us the opportunity to just have everything go according to plan. Will Rogers, who I love, if you don't know who Will Rogers is, um, you'll have to do some Google. Go Google Will Rogers. Um, I love his simple philosophy, um, but he has a quote that says, even if you're on the right track, You'll get run over if you just sit there. So you can't just stand still. You can't just throw your hands up in the air and be like, ugh, this isn't working. I'm, I'm just going to stand here until all the pieces align. You'll get ran over. Y it won't work for you. And life will kind of check out and it'll be boring and mundane. That's not what we want. That's not why you started on that journey. So but we got to stay tied into the intention. We're going to pick up our focus we're going to stay tied in to our intentions and get focused in on that. The third thing I want to share with you is getting a quick win, focusing on the victories. And when we're starting out on this hustle journey, finding something quick that you can like check off and say, yep, that was a win for me is really a powerful tool and boosting your momentum and your belief that you are capable of whatever it is that you're going for. So what is that quick win? Going along with our financial freedom example, maybe that's downloading a budgeting app or getting a budget done for the first time. Maybe it's saving that first hundred bucks or a thousand bucks. Maybe it's paying off that first little bitty credit card you have hanging around. Those quick little wins all of a sudden boost your confidence. It makes you feel like, yep, I am capable of this. And that's a great way to kind of get started off the starting block. So find you a quick win. But the journey may be long right? You may have to be focused for a while. You may have to have uh, intention longer than maybe your motivation holds out. So intention and motivation, two different things. Intention is your laser focused mindset that this is what I intend to do or intend to accomplish. Motivation is kind of the mindset and emotion that wants to propel you towards that intention. And sometimes motivation peters out. Zig Ziglar, the great motivator, he used to say, uh, that motivation doesn't last every day, but neither does a bath. That's why we re re recommend it daily. You need something to motivate you on the regular, whether that's a great podcast, whether that's reading a good book, checking into great apps or videos or social media uh, influencers and content. All that's great. 
Here's another really powerful tip to help you with the focus and the intention. And that is to create a victory timeline. Now this can be however you want it to be. It can be a visual drawing. It can be a list. It can be something you just journal. It can be something you put on your phone, but basically it's categorizing, um, your, your victories. So you can do that daily. You can do that based on the things you're working on. I like to do that in my journal. And so I'll write down the wins I've had for the week um, or that day. Sometimes, you know, they're four or five. Sometimes it's harder than others to get four or five. Let's face it. Sometimes days are easier than others. Sometimes they produce more than others. But if you can make yourself kind of look for those victory moments, it's what allows you to continue to feeling that same emotion, that same confidence, that same uh, motivating propellant that you have when you get that first quick win. It's just making yourself slow down. Remember, we're not picking up the pace, we're picking up the focus. It allows you to see the wins along the way. A lot of times we don't want to celebrate until we cross the finish line, or we may not even recognize the hard work we've done to get us where we're at. But if we can stand still long enough to turn around and look over a 24-hour period or a 40-hour period um, to see maybe what we've done over the course of a week, and we can say, look at the progress, look at the victories, look at the wins, and let's celebrate that. And better yet, let's catalog that. Let's record that so that on the days where I'm wondering if I'm really making any progress, I can look back at that and say, yeah. Remember, remember when we first started and we didn't think how in the world we would ever save $1,000? And now look, we, we've saved $1,000 and then some. Or remember when we thought we could never, you know, pay off those credit cards? Oh, man, we, we may still be in the middle of paying off debt, but man, how cool is it that we did get that done? That's a victory on your victory timeline that you can kind of highlight and say, here, here I'm putting a flag in the ground, a stake in the ground to say, this was a moment of celebration. I still got work to do, but look how far I've come. And that is what kind of fills up the emotional reservoir so that on the days when those winds seem to dry up a little bit, we have something to go back and dip into to allow us to kind of get a cold drink of water that allows us to feel like we can continue the journey. We can continue to move forward. So how are you going to pick up the focus and let your pace just follow naturally? Are you going to attach yourself to intention rather than plans. Man, that's a hard one for me because I like to plan. I'm a planner. I like to make lists. I like to cross them off. I like to time everything and know everything goes according to schedule. But y'all, that doesn't hardly ever hold true the entire time, right? <laughs> Things happen. And I always got to bring myself back to the intention, the intention. What's the quick win you can get? And the next 24 hours, the next 48 hours, what's the first thing you can do to boost your confidence, boost your belief in yourself and say, I can get this done. I can win this hustle game. I can get the dream, the goal, the, the milestone, the thing I'm working for most, I can make this happen. And then how are you going to keep that victory timeline? Are you going to draw a picture? Are you going to journal it? Are you going to keep a list? Are you going to maybe write something uh, uh, on a big poster board and hang it on your refrigerator for people to see? 
I'll be honest, when my husband and I were working through our debt-free journey, we had a poster that hung on our refrigerator and it kind of categorized all of the debt we wanted to pay off uh, and the dollar amounts. And every time we got to pay one of them off, it was a celebration in our kitchen. Uh, we got so excited. We called my stepson into the kitchen and was like, watch us, watch us cross this off, watch us cross this off. And yet there were still so many other debts that were on that poster, but it was something about that in you know, small win, that little victory that we could cross off the list and say that got done. And while we see that the journey ahead may still be really long, we can stand here in this moment and look back and go, man, look at all that we did accomplish. We can do this. We can do this. And it just kind of puffs up your belief and you get a little bit more attached to your intention and you get a little more focused on what it is that you're going to get done and you push out distractions and frustrations and negative thinking and you kind of dig in your heels and kind of hang on a little longer till you reach the next little victory and it just sort of reinvigorates your resolve to get it done. I've shared with you in the past that my word for 2020, I always like to have a word that's uh, maybe not so much a theme for the year, but something I want to focus on or something I want to kind of uh, be in my mindset throughout the year. And for 2020, the word was resolute, resolute. And if you look up the definition for resolute, it means firmly determined, set in purpose, focused on results. Now, at the beginning of 2020, I had no idea when I picked that word all that this lovely year would hold for us. I had no idea we would be hit with economic issues and political issues and a coronavirus and social injustice problems and a quarantine and, you know, you just name it, right? We've experienced it all these last almost nine months now. Uh, Resolute took on a whole new meaning in the middle of that. Because while all of those things would have been great excuses to just stop, stop working, because the plan is not working. The plan is not coming about the way I thought. The year is not unfolding the way I had envisioned. But but focus, resolute, the resolve was to stay firmly determined. That's that focus piece. To be set in purpose. That's my intention. And to be focused on results. That is the little victories. And man, that word took on a whole new meaning once the year got underway. Because I, I could have quit. I could have said, nope, none of this is going to work. I'll just wait till 2021. I'll just wait. I'll just wait till 2021. Because 2020, in the toilet. Let's just say it's done. Let's just coast to the end of the year and pray 2021's better. The problem is we don't know that 2021's going to be any better. It could be worse. Hopefully not. But we aren't promised that. And we're not promised tomorrow. So why wait for things to get perfect or ideal or the conditions to be what you want? The focus is to be determined. Pick up the focus. Get firmly, firmly determined. Get laser focused on your intention. Get tied into that intention, heart, soul, and mind, and be set in your purpose. What is that you want? What are you intending to do? And then get those victories under your belt. Get focused on the results, the little results along the path. And that's going to shore up your resolve when you're determined, when you're set in purpose, and you're focused on those small wins.
thanks so much for joining us today for this episode. It's a topic that I get very passionate about. I feel like it's my life's purpose to inspire you to chase down your purpose, to uncover your purpose, your passion, and to understand the possibilities that are waiting for you. If we just pick up the focus and get intentional and look for the small wins along the way, that's what makes life so great. It's what makes it sweet and wonderful and fulfilling and significant. I want that for you. I hope you picked up a couple of tips to help you with that today. So as we wrap up today, if you want some more help with this topic or you're looking for a way to kind of get your mind wrapped around the idea of purpose and goals and what you really want to achieve, check the show notes here. I have a free e-guide to help you with this. It'll walk you through some exercises to help you uncover your purpose and then outline your goals and the action steps you need to take to get there. If this is something that really resonates with you and you know some people, you feel a friend out there that needs to hear this message, I would love it if you would share this podcast episode with them. You can simply take a screenshot of you listening to this episode and share it on your social media or tell your friends, your families, your coworkers, your mailman to check out the Live Revised podcast everywhere podcasts are available. I look forward to catching you next week where we're going to be talking about reviving the best parts of you. We'll see you then.